Hey, it's John. You want to look and feel your very best? Visit the team at Cool Contours. They are the number one cool sculpting provider in Virginia. Their award-winning team of certified cool sculpting elite and cool tone specialists work with you to create a fully customized treatment plan to achieve your dream body. Learn more at cool-contours.com. That's cool-contours.com. As ranked by Allergen in June 2021, cool sculpting leaves FDA clear to treat visible fat bulges in nine areas of the body. Some common side effects include temporary numbness, discomfort, and swelling. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Coco Express, part of the Blog Talk Radio Network. Your host on the Coco Express is Aurelia Lyles. She's all about keeping it real. Great guests, interesting topics. So get on board. Listen, learn, live. Good afternoon, everybody. It is August the 22nd, 2015, and guess what? It is time for the two the two most dynamic people I know on this show, Steve and Marilyn, Paradigm, Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. Listen, learn, and enjoy. Paradigm Shifters. Principles for Life and Success, hosted by motivationalist Steve Duncanson. Start framing your tomorrows today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success. I'm your host, Steve Duncanson. Pleased to be able to be here with you. I'm also pleased to uh, have my co-host with me today, Marilyn Ocasio. How are you, Marilyn? Hello, I'm doing wonderful. Hello, everyone. How are you, Steve? Everything's well, thank you. Everything's well. So um, I, I want to thank you, Marilyn, for uh, for filling in last month. You know, you, you know, you carried you carried the show. I was uh, I wasn't able to be on, but you were there, and I'm sure that um, that you were able to lend some value to uh, to our listenership. So I appreciate you doing that. And um, looking Thank forward you. to uh, the little conversation we'll be able to have today as this summer is shooting by. You know, what is it? Is it me or does it seem like winter, the cold months linger here in New York, but the summer months just shoot by so fast? You know, you know, they're, they're, they're all you. calendar-wise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, all right, right. Calendar-wise, it's certainly all a whole lot more, uh, more cold months. Uh, cold months in New York, but uh, at, at any rate, it just goes by too fast. But uh, uh, I think that's the, the importance of valuing the right now, right, uh, as opposed to you know trying to rush anything through. Value the right now. So um, get lessons from uh, lessons from nature. But uh, for us to, to talk today, you know, and and as you you know, Marilyn and, and all listeners. I always try to to operate and share things based on real life experiences, not just uh, a bunch of uh, contrived aphorisms or proverbs to stimulate our thinking, but to just give us some some information uh, and that that we can actually take action on to be able to change our lives. Because um, the the things that that wherever, wherever we are, what we have is going to be based on 
what we what we know and then what we do with with what we know right so continue to have information have tools that allow us to be able to get to the next level um, is is critically important so again I like to share things based on experiences so it's an experience I had maybe about two weeks ago and um, having a conversation with uh, with someone and I use the example that you know I've talked about on this show before having to do with with value right um, and and when when you know the why behind something that you can endure any how and the analogy that I utilize the illustration had to do with having a board on the floor a, a solid wooden board on the floor floor let's say it's about three feet wide 30 feet long that board on the floor uh, if you were to walk from one side of the board to the other side say to somebody I would give you a hundred dollars would you take the money so I'm going to set it up again and then Marilyn I'm going to ask you the question you give me your response okay so you've got a solid board on the floor it's three feet wide 30 feet long uh, I say to you if you walk from one side of this board to the other I will give you a hundred dollars would you do it Marilyn would you? Uh, yes I yes I would okay all right great uh, and and why would you do it just Give me a quick response. Why would you do it? Because uh, someone's giving me a hundred dollars, I would gladly receive it. Because if the universe is giving me something, I'm going to receive it. Because I, right. I've learned that um, when, when, when I used to, uh, before I became a Reiki master, I, you know, I was always saying, oh no, thank you, no thank you, no thank you, when someone wanted to give me something, and I wouldn't receive it. And then I learned that when someone wants to give you something, you with open arms, you receive it, and you say thankful and you're grateful. And the universe will give you more. You will receive more. Great. So uh, that's, you, so uh, someone, that's my thought on it. Yeah. Great. So someone's simply giving you something, and you you would receive it with with gratefulness, right? That'd be great, right? So I asked this person right. the same question: Would you do that? And she said no. I said, well, well why not? She says, oh, well, there's got to be some kind of trick to it. I said, no, no, there's there's no trick. You know, uh, the, the oh, board's three feet mm -hmm. long, 30 feet, three feet wide, 30 feet long, walk from one side to the other, I'd give you $100. And she said, no, I wouldn't do it. I said, why? She said, because I want more. I said, wait a minute. No, but what's, what's on, the, on, on, on the table is that if you walk from one side to the other, I'll give you $100. She said, no, well, well, I want $200. I said, no, no, you wouldn't do it. I, I mean, if you walk from one side to the other, I'll give you $100. No, I want $200. I said, I, I said well, you want $200. Why do you want too much? She said, because you probably have, you know, you probably have a million dollars in your pocket. I said, well, no, she said, I, you probably have more in your pocket. I said, well, what difference does it make how much I have? It, it, the, I, I'm mm -hmm. giving you something. Why, why would you not take what I'm giving you just because I have more? And and that kind of gave me an idea, you know, thought with regard to, to socialism, right? You know, the whole aspect of, right. uh, of people who don't have not even taking the little they've been given because someone else, they feel they should have more. And um, I, I thought mm -hmm. about how that very mindset perpetuates the lack that they experience. Because when you're right. not 
open and grateful as you expressed. And, and you know, clearly, being a Reiki master, you had a, you had a leg up, right? But, <laughs> but I think it's, it's, it's an understanding, a basic understanding to embrace in life um, is that when you are grateful for what you have, then that, that gratitude is the seed for more. The more grateful you are, the more you will get. Yet when you agree, right, which is that's the core of it. You know, I, I'm not going to take that 100 because I want 200. You're kind of, you're actually hurting yourself because you won't even take yeah. what's, what's willingly given to you. And, um, you know, clearly to me, there's, there, there, was a, there was a huge, huge lesson in that, you know, of, of, of again, that aspect of, of gratitude, but the need to, to make that shift in, in our thinking, to, to not allow ourselves to, to always think the way we've been thinking, always do what we've always been doing, the willingness to embrace the need to, to change. And, and, and not be not be stuck there. And someone else, uh, I, 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 um, we were talking about a particular word, right? And, and um, uh, we were talking about food and, and, and eating. And she said, "Well, I'm a food entrepreneur, right?" I said, "Or I said, oh, you mean a connoisseur?" She said, "No, oh, well, I say entrepreneur." I said, "But, but that's the wrong word." <laughs> right? Why? Why would you want to continue to mm -hmm. perpetuate the the wrong thing when the right thing is is being presented to you? You know, and um, so I just thought about how often we get stuck in in what we already know, what we've already experienced, the the safety there is in that, and how much or the the the, hmm, the false sense of safety there is in that. And how much we need to embrace uh, a willingness to try something different, to shift, to move, to change. And um, that got me going through my, my some of my old, old readings, past readings, and, and one of them, that classic book, Who Moved My Cheese. You know, the, one of the principles of learning really has to do with the fact that um, Repetition is the mother of skill. The more we repeat something, it, it reinforces in our thinking and then uh, becomes part of, of who we are and our practices. Um, sometimes uh, stuff that we'd read a long time ago, we forget. And so I thought just for a few minutes here today that we would take a look at some of the salient points of that aspect of, uh, from that, that resource move my cheese. And Marilyn, you said you did you had read this in the past, right? Yes, I did uh I did read it uh many years ago, but I, I remember, you mm -hmm. know, the concept of it and uh uh you know, going back to uh what you said earlier about uh gratitude and uh being grateful yeah. for what you have. Right, right. Well there um so just to recount maybe just recap very quickly for those maybe who have never read read the book, um, Who Moved My Cheese by Dr. Spencer Johnson, I, I would recommend highly that you uh, that you do pick the book up. Um, but uh, actually, what I'd like to do for you then is, is a quick little treat because I've got some, uh, just a couple of slides that'll tell the story real fast. I'll read that and then uh, and then we'll go over some of the points that are, are the most salient for us. All right. 
So, get your cookies and milk. Great. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who moved my cheese? Cheese, a metaphor for what we want to have in life. Whether it's a job, a relationship, money, a big house, freedom, health, recognition, spiritual peace, or even an activity like jogging or golf. Each of us has our own idea of what cheese is, and we pursue it, and, and when we pursue it, because it makes us happy. If we get it, we often become attached to it, and if we lose it, or if it's taken away, it, it can become traumatic for us. So, let me tell this little story. Once long ago, there lived four little characters who ran through a maze looking for cheese to nourish them and to make them happy. Two were mice named Sniff and Scurry, and the other two were called Ham and Haw. Every morning, the mice and the little people dressed in their gear and headed over to Cheese Station C, where they found their own kind of cheese. It was a large store of cheese that Ham and Haw eventually moved their homes to be closer to it and built their social life around it. To make themselves feel at home, Hem and Haw decorated the walls with, this, with uh, sayings. One of them read, If you do not change, you can become... Oh, I'm sorry, I'm going to skip it a little bit. Having cheese makes you happy. All right, so that one read, Having cheese makes you happy. <clears throat> one morning, Sniff and Scurry arrived at Cheese Station C and discovered there was no cheese. They weren't surprised since um, they had noticed the supply of cheese had been getting smaller every day. They were prepared for the inevitable and knew instinctively what to do. They quickly were off in search of new cheese. Later that same day, Hem and Haw arrived. What, no cheese? Who moved my cheese? It's not fair, Hem yelled. They went home that night hungry and discouraged, but before they left, they wrote on the wall. The more important your cheese is to you, the more you want to hold on to it. The next day, Hem and Haw left their, <clears throat> left their homes and returned to Cheese Station C. But situ the situation hadn't changed. Haw asked, where's Sniff and Scurry? Do you think they know something we don't? Ham scoffed, what could they know? They're just simple mice. They just respond to what happens. We're little people. We're smarter. Haw suggested maybe we should stop analyzing the situation so much and just get up and go find some new cheese. Ham decided to, Haw decided to leave the cheese station C while Ham was more comfortable staying in the cheeseless station C. He announced, it's maze time, and wrote, if you do not change, you can become extinct. Meanwhile, Sniff and Scurry went farther into the maze until they found Cheese Station N. They found that what they had been looking for was a great supply of new cheese. It was the biggest store of cheese the mice had ever seen. Hall, on the other hand, became more anxious and wondered if he really wanted to go out into the maze. He wrote a saying on the wall ahead of him and stared at it for some time. What, do you, what would you do if you weren't afraid? I always like to repeat that question. What would you do if you weren't afraid. Haw now realized that the change probably would not have taken him by surprise had he been watching what was happening all along and if he had anticipated change. He stopped to rest for a while and wrote on the wall, smell the cheese often. 
so you know when it's getting old. And if I can make an interjection here as we hear me reading this through, apply it into life, not just the story. What have we been holding on to long, whether it's a way of thinking, whether it's a way of being, uh, something that, that we have valued in the past that no longer is creating value for us? Just think about that. Anyway, continue with the story. Hall wondered if Ham had moved on or if he was still paralyzed in, uh, by his fears. Then Hall remembered the times when he had felt the best in the maze. It was when he was moving along. He wrote, movement in a new direction helps you find new cheese. Moving in a new direction helps you find new cheese. As Haw started running down the dark car, he began to smile. Haw hadn't seen, uh, hadn't realized it yet, but he was discovering what nourished his soul. He was letting go and trusting and laying, uh, trusting what lay ahead of him, even though he did not know exactly what it was. To his surprise, Haw started to enjoy himself more and more. He stopped again right on the wall. When you move beyond your fear, you feel free. When you move beyond your fear, you feel free. To make things even better, Hall started to paint a picture in his mind. He saw himself in great realistic detail sitting in the middle of a pile of all of his favorite cheeses from cheddar to brie. He saw himself eating the many cheeses like he liked and enjoyed what he saw. The more clearly he saw the image of himself enjoying the new cheese, the more real it became to him. He wrote, imagining myself enjoying new cheese before I find it leads me to it. Hall wondered why he had always thought that change would lead to something worse. Now he realized that change would lead to something better. And he raced through the maze with greater strength and agility until he found a new cheese station. He entered the uh, cheese station, but it was empty. Some, uh, someone had already been there. He stopped to write on the wall. The quicker you let go of old cheese, the sooner you find new cheese. Hall made his way back to cheese station C to offer bits of the new cheese, I'm sorry, Haw made his way back to uh, Cheese Station C to offer Hem bits of new cheese, but was turned down. Hem wanted his old cheese back. Haw just shook his head in disappointment. But this does not stop him from finding new cheese. He smiled. It is safer to search in the maze than to remain in a cheeseless station, interjecting just again. Sometimes the people we want to bring with us who aren't ready to go. Sometimes there are people that we want to, that, that friends we've had for a long time, and that they, they're more anchors than they are engines or someone we have to let them go. It is safer to search in the maze than to remain in Jesus Station C. All realized again that what you are afraid of is never as bad as what you imagine. The fear you let build up in your mind is worse than the situation actually is. He realized it was natural to change. To continually uh, for change to continually occur, whether you expect it or not, change could surprise you only if you didn't expect it and you weren't looking for it. When he realized he had changed his belief, when he realized he had changed his beliefs, one more time, when he realized he had changed his beliefs, he paused to write on the wall. Old beliefs do not lead to new cheese. Hall now realized that his new beliefs were encouraging him to behave in a new way. 
He was behaving differently from the way he had when he had kept returning to the same cheeseless station. It all depends on how you choose, how and what you choose to believe, he wrote on the wall. When you see that you can find and enjoy new cheese, you change your course. Hard just hoped he was heading in the right direction. He thought about the possibilities that Ham would read the handwriting and find his way. He wrote on a wall as he had done before. Noticing small changes early helps you adapt to the bigger change that is to come. Just a couple more slides. He continued to go on through the maze with greater speed and agility. He proceeded along a corridor that was new to him, rounded a corner and found new cheese in a new cheese station and where he saw the greatest supply of cheese he had ever seen. Sniff and Scurry were there to welcome him. <laughs> Hooray for new cheese. Hall wrote down a summary of what he had learned in the largest of all the cheese stations. And in summary, change happens. Anticipate change. Monitor change. Adapt to change quickly. Enjoy change. Be ready to change again. What you have done before has brought you where you are. What you do today is what's going to create something different. And so whether that has to do with what your physical actions are, what your mindset is, it's the willingness to, to recognize what it has created for you and the willingness to adapt, to make an adjust, adjustment vis-a-vis -vis to, to be able to change. And so I know there was a lot that I put out there, and Marilyn, I could hear you kind of like uh, bridling yourself as I, as I was talking. So uh, anything that you want to be able to add or share? Yeah, there's a, a couple of things. Um, one question that you asked, what would you do if you were not afraid? That's one question that I ask many people, and they, they're able to discover uh, a lot of things and dreams that they they once had and they just forgot about and also about uh, trusting trusting your your instinct you also mentioned about how he nourished his soul because he trusted and then he actually enjoyed you actually enjoy when you trust and you move into the direction of of change you will actually realize that you are moving uh, to a better place. Another thing is uh, not taking for granted what, what we have and appreciating mm -hmm. it and nurturing it. And when you, when you do that and you appreciate what you have, you receive so much more because you're counting your blessings. And, and not yeah, having that fear, not having the... Yes, yeah. You know, just an, another thing I just wanted to say is about not... Not uh, not letting the fear stop you and, and really believing. You know what you said about once again, you know about appreciating what you what you have, not what you don't. You know, I mentioned mentioned at the top of the hour, you know our time about that friend of mine who who wouldn't embrace something that was being given to her in hand, but was really you know, stretching forward to something that she she didn't have and, and that she. Rather than again be grateful for for what was in hand, which would have gotten her that much more, you know. Um, uh, so the 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 reality of of these simplistic principles uh, are what right. create the 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 kind of quantum 
advances that we want to be able to have in, in our life. It's the little things done done consistently. You know, you, you mentioned the word trust, um, belief, being uh, being without fear. And, and, and we say being without fear because they're, they're just uh, – it, it's – how, because fear, fear is a natural human reaction, right? So it's nothing to feel guilty about. It's what we do with it, right? To, you know, the proverbial, I think this book called, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. I mean, I, I think that's really what we're, we're looking at, to, to not be without fear, but to not be bound by fear, to not allow it to paralyze you from, from doing what you can in any moment, to embracing what is in front of you, even though you continue to work towards more what it is that, that you want, right? So, um, again, I, I think that, that many of these elements, if we can just take them out of, I already know that. You know, there's an organization uh, I'm part of, and they have a, a saying about, about when you're not being in the position or, or when you hear something uh, or, and, and information is being shared with you, don't be in your always already knowing it, right? If you're always already knowing, then nothing new can, can come to you. Uh, even when it's something that you've heard before, never be in the position of I know that or I've already heard because it doesn't allow you to um, to embrace what else might be able to to come uh, as as a result of being grateful for for simply what is in that in that moment. You know? So we've got about five minutes left, and uh, there's some anything that uh, you want to you want to add, Marilyn, or even or really has been pretty quiet today. Oh, <laughs> she's in behind the scenes handling business. I want to add. <laughs> yes, I've been I, quiet. I I've been learning. Good. <laughs> We're all always learning. Every day is constant. But but I wanted to I wanted to talk about the fear uh, really briefly. You know, the fear is present um, when we don't realize the power that we have, and the fear will be there. But it's like that book from Susan Jeffers: "Feel the fear and do it anyway." I've taken a lot of steps of faith, even though I was afraid, but I I trusted my my instinct, my, my, my intuition, and I went with it. And things unfolded beautifully when I did that. But I was afraid. I can't say that I was not afraid. But I chose faith mm -hmm. instead of fear. Mm -hmm. And one other thing is uh, we say, well, when I have that, okay, when I have that cheese, I'll be happy. I'll be happy, right? But why do we, why do we want something? Why we, we always want an increase of something, whether it's health or money or something better. It's because we want to be happy. It's going to fulfill us. So we want to have that feeling right now, wherever we are right now today at this moment, without having whatever it is that you want to attain. If you have that mm -hmm. feeling of being happy and, and grateful today at this moment where you are right now, then you will receive those things as long as we take the steps and of faith and take the action so that we can go ahead and receive what it is that we want because we want to be happy. So let's just be happy and choose to be happy. Make the conscious decision of being happy today, right now, wherever we are. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, it is mm -hmm. so, so much that we, we miss 
when we don't value and appreciate the, the right now. We talked again a little earlier in the program about even the summer months. You know, I'm being grateful for, for this not, and, and not rushing, <laughs> rushing through it, you know, rushing through anything, but, but appreciating it and, um, uh, and, and how that allows for more. Again, I just, I just can't do that. My, that. That friend of mine, the lesson was so, was so great. You know, there was something that was right there in our hand. Be grateful for that, you know, um, because it can lend itself to, to be able to, to, to get and receive more and that aspect of fear thank you for for um, embellishing on that as well because um, if the, the fear isn't a thing that again again it's been it's termed it can be used as like it, it could be termed as fire right it can be used for light um, or heat right uh, illumination or energy either one or can consume you so uh, it's about being able to leverage it, you know, feeling feeling afraid, but um, not allowing it to keep you from achieving the thing that you want, which is, again, the reason why. Yet that why has to be big enough. It'll allow you to push through. It'll allow you to push through things. And um, when you do that, it, it allows you then to experience something you've never had, you've never had before. You know, so as we, we talk about these very common things that we hear every day, the encouragement to those of you that took the time to, to listen is that you make, you know, sit down and make an assessment of yourself and of your life that in light of, of knowing this, having heard it either today or previously, what result am I creating in my life uh, that is reflective of this knowledge? If in fact I know it, what am I getting and experiencing as a result of it? And if we haven't uh, gotten or not moving even in the direction of the thing that, that we want to uh, take it out of concept and put it into practice. Be willing to, um, to, to, to make that adjustment, to be willing to change, to be able to get to that, that next level. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank you again for tuning in. Thank you, Marilyn, for your contributions, for being here. Thank you, Aurelia, for working behind the scenes to make this happen. Uh, and again, you, our listeners, for making that investment of time. We look forward to catching up with you again on the next edition of Paradigm Shifters. See you next time. God bless. That's our show for today. So until next time, keep it real, listen, learn, and live. I'm Will Coleman, founder and CEO of Alto, and I built Alto to put an end to rideshare horror stories. You're used to the total lack of consistency in rideshare. Maybe it's a smelly car or a driver that asks just one too many personal questions. Not anymore. With Alto, you know exactly what to expect every ride. Every Alto driver is a trained Alto employee, and every Alto vehicle is part of our private fleet of luxury SUVs. Say goodbye to rideshare horror stories. Download the Alto app today and use code FOUNDER for $10 off your first ride.